0: So, you're saying, Yo, third dude, I just got paid, and I want to get laid. Might your humble narrator suggest a live Smodco show? See lists list all the upcoming performances, with links to tickets. As for getting laid, that's all on you, amigo. We just make you laugh till you shit your pants. The smonsters of talk could be coming to your town. Go to seesmod.com and find out smodco's been blasting its own brand of fuck yeah for years in all forms of media if you're saying hold up sir dude what about video games we got that market covered too visit smartcade.com to learn about two count them, two games for your ios and android device jay and silent bob grace your mobile with too fat to fly and let us dance Get your game on, Smod Goblins. Check out Smarcade.com. Smodco Internet Radio broadcasts the free funny. But you can broadcast your Smodco love with merchandise: Shirts, posters, comics, memorabilia, and more. Jayandsilentbob.com is your hub for comic book men, secret stash, and Kevin Smith's cinematic catalog. It's an online one-stop shop that fulfills your need, minus the weed. Jayandsilentbob.com. Book market, berber.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, every saga has a middle age, and this is what happens when Jane, and Sal, and Bob get old. I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes. How are you doing this evening, sir? Huh. Um, <laughs> what is that all I about? That'd be I You mean. just to like create theater of the mind and shit. Just okay. do a lot of sound effects. You're like, um, and then a pony came in. Hop, clip, clop, clip, clop. clip, <laughs> clip, <laughs> clip. No. Um, you should tell people what did you pop open? Big theft. That was a ro-
2: uh, rock star. Right. Energy drink, yeah. I was, uh, I was, I'm feeling good. I got, sh- I was saying that the food out there is really good, but I have to shit
1: now. And it was. I was a- asking, what did you have? I had pastrami sandwich. A double
2: bacon cheeseburger with fries.
1: You have to poop that quickly? I do. Or did it just push? Well, uh, I think it's poop forward.
2: <laughs> Before that, though, I had a chicken parm from Domino's.
1: So that's probably what you're trying and to do. And then pass. before
2: that, I had a chicken porn from Domino's and then
1: pancakes. For breakfast? Yeah. And now you're feeling it. You're Now I have to through. shit. Have you shit here yet? I shit here before yeah. my first show. And I, w- I, I too have not, I wasn't the food cart that did it, but I've been eating. Poorly since I got back home. I got back from uh, from all the travel and whatnot. I got I did that first week. This belongs to me. Fuck everyone else. And I just like bought eight boxes of fucking sugar corn pops and shit. The only thing I've been eating this week is sugar corn pops and pretzel M and M's. So the shit that's coming out of me just looks like a green fruitcake, and it's heavy as fuck. You know they tell you like healthy poop floats. This doesn't even just sink to the bottom. It cracked the bottom and went through two floors to the basement there's some heavy-duty poop like mercury poop man you monolith ever, poop heavy metal poop you, you ever were. get
2: the shit where there's like that little it looks like skin it's like skin that floats on the top it's like when your ass burns you know
1: when you're shitting if your you're shitting skin you gotta figure out what's happening at night dude. You're obviously sleepwalking and sleepwalking like a chud man you're just
0: yeah Brains.
2: <laughs> no you don't know talking about though. when it burns you get that shit that really burns and you look and it's like I, I don't know it looks like it would be like skin you know like when you peel off like a callus from your
1: no no anyway but uh you shed brown you eye shed skin the... like a <laughs> <Yeah>. snake like <laughs> yeah. your little ring piece is a snake and it just sheds it and shit it's like,
2: it's like dark and it's anyway I wish I'm gonna save some and bring it back next time I have that. And we I'm gonna yeah, throw no, no, fucking the, shit the, skin at you. <laughs> uh,
1: the uh, I don't I've never had a rectal flaking problem, so I'm I doesn't <laughs> sound like anybody identifies with it. Whatnot. Someone's
2: gonna go shit and be like, oh, that's what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: he's like, oh, now
2: I have a name for it. Skin, shit skin. skin. <laughs> shit skin. <laughs> have you shit on the bus before?
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Isn't it tough? We were on the bus. I was just shooting something in Virginia. We were on this boat. We went. Deep sea fishing. Cause you know, like the boats, like hitting the waves. So I'm trying to piss and I'm like. Ugh.
1: Wait, Is you're it? on a boat? I thought you said I was
2: you were on pissing a boat. on a bus. I asked if you shit on a bus and then I got into the pissing on a, on a boat. Okay. I know. I'm all over the place. You but are, man. Yeah. I was in Virginia and I was, sh- I went deep sea fishing and on the way out there, I had a piss and it was so hard to piss cause we were moving and it was jumping. And that made me think, like, wow, I can't even imagine having to shit on this right now because I can barely piss. But if you were shit on it, would be easy because you'd be sitting on the bowl. No, but I think you could jump in and hopping off, like, your ass would fall off and.
1: Maybe know. a thin person would.
2: And then fucking shit skin would be flying around and
1: shit. Yeah, they're like fucking shit up skin. on deck. The captain gets plopped in the eye. <laughs> what the hell? They're like, it's some shit skin from down below. <laughs> Start chumming the water with your shit skin. <laughs> Get a brown shark Puts it on your- his face. She's
2: a Chloe. No. <laughs> Hello Chloe. No. Um anyway, I was thinking about the shit and I was saying if I came out and I shit on stage, like what what do you think you guys would you be like, Oh my god, this is awesome. He's shitting on stage. Look at him, he's cocking all over and there's shit skin flying. These four right here would be covered in shit skin.
1: What Would are you, you shitting like, out? Shitting like Gallagher or something like that? You're working the crowd. You're like, all right, everybody, pull up your plastic because it's time for Jay's version of smashing the watermelon. Uh, I think if your shitting, it's just falling right onto the stage in a very kind of humdrum, almost sad plop. <laughs> and people are like oh my god I've always thought it might be cool to watch somebody shit in a live theater but this is really depressing G.G. Allen like is this what happens when Jay and Silent Bob get old (laughs) (laughs) they're shitting for money up there
2: it was was, was embarrassing G.G. Allen did it yes (laughs) yeah and then he
1: killed himself so so I I, I don't know if that's the model we want to follow I think we still got a few good years left in us before we go to the whole you want to see him shit for a dollar (laughs) That was uh, always our last resort. All right. <laughs> well, stay tuned for ta- that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's show three. Um, are you done talking about your record yes, character? Sorry, can we get getting... into the story? Let's do it. Um, I, uh, uh, we're making Chasing Amy, uh, and it's circa 96. And I hadn't seen, uh, much of Muse uh-huh. around that period. I was, I guess I was dating Joey Adams pretty heavily mm-hmm. at that point, And Muse was off doing his own thing. Um, I was spending much more time out in, Los Angeles, um, than I was back in Jersey. But when it came time to shoot the flick, of course, naturally we were in Red Bank. Um, we were living in a apartment, uh, condo I owned on Tower Hill, uh, drive in Red Bank. And it was me and Scott Mosier. Uh, later on, Bob Hawk lived with us. Ed Hapstack lived with us. And then during production, like Dave Klein joined us for a while. Um, Ben slept on the couch. And then uh, Joey was uh, up in the room with me because I'm just that fucking pimp. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good you score, man. I was just sitting here they telling Malcolm the story, in. and I was sitting there going, she was an actress. You know, like, that was pretty... Was... And there was all these guys, and you had the old lady upstairs. Yeah, like the fattest dude in the house had the hottest chick in the house. <laughs> it made no sense. It was like through the looking glass in that condo. Up was down, black was white and shit. Um You showed up uh to set... Um, uh, the day to shoot your scene—the only scene that that we have in the movie in the diner. Um, before you got there, I, I set all the keys down, all the principals, the uh, key head uh, heads of the department on the flick. And I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight you are going to be shooting with Jason Mewes, and this could be uh, the funniest night of your life, or it could be the longest night of your life. Uh, we don't know which one we're going to get tonight, but just please bear with him, be very patient, because it, when we get to the end, it will be gold, but it's going to take a long time to get there. So just please cut him some slack. He's a good guy, heart of gold million dollar heart nickel head million dollar heart
2: i realize you say that a lot like you watch him he's gonna take a long time with alan rickman and oh
1: i have like to things. i always feel like i have to build everybody up because i just don't want to spring you on some people because some people i can spring on some cats other cats just spring him on like an alan rickman he's like hello and you're like look at my dick look at my dick <laughs> <laughs> he's like but i am rick but i am rick you know so I always find it's best to kind of like go out there a little advance warning like this is who we're dealing with and shit. Uh, you and I rehearsed mm. in the back parking lot for about an hour. You had got your lines down uh, cold. You'd memorized it and shit like that. Um And we just kind of did rehearsing and some tweaking and whatnot. And then went in there and and did, if, if folks remember the scene, uh, the majority of of it belongs to you. You're mm. the one that's talking. I play Silent Bob. I don't say much. And then... I wound up doing a big old monologue toward the end of the scene. But all the fucking work up front is being handled by you, all the heavy lifting. We get into it and whatnot. Beautifully goes through that first take with very little tweaking or or direction. Just boom, boom, boom. He's right there for all the beats, man, doing a great job and shit like that. And then it comes time to for me to speak, you know, and I, and, and, uh, I've got my opening line is the <clears throat> fucking titular line of the movie. I, I tell him you're chasing Amy. Um, I'm sitting there. Muse does his final line, delivers it perfectly. And then to my credit, I'm sitting there kind of also listening to his performance, but suddenly it comes time for mine. Then I, I was trying to lay a little. Thing. I was distracted. <laughs> I do have to say I was distracted, but I was a little bit distracted, <laughs> but they came to me. and it was time to do the line. And I was like, you're chasing cut, what's the line, what's the line, you yeah. <laughs> know, fucking Mosher's like, Amy, and I was like, right, 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 Amy, Amy, my bad, I'm sorry, let's roll, let's go again, uh, and we did it again, and we went through it all fluid and and, and smoothly and whatnot, and then we got to me, and I was like, you're chasing Amy, he's like, what, what did you say, I was like, you're chasing Amy, and you get do your line, fat bastard does this all the time, blah, 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 and I'm supposed to turn on you and be like, you know, yap, 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 you always yap, and shut you down. Couldn't do it. Like, he just kept going. And I told you in rehearsal, I was like, just keep talking. Don't do what the line says in the script. Because Muse is, you know, not a classically fucking trained actor and shit. Didn't go to Juilliard, although they don't teach acting, I think. They teach music. So that's why you didn't go to Juilliard. (laughs) But he didn't go to any sort of acting program. It was, was, you know, fucking, it, it all came organically and shit. You learned on the job and shit. But every once in a while, they would show up as he would read a script out loud. And, you know, he would uh, basically come to his line and he would be like, says it quietly, okay, silent Bob, (laughs) let us go, turns around, high fives, (laughs) snoogins, you know, And look up, and you'd be like, dude, you don't read the screen direction. Don't Things in parentheses you don't read. So little moments like that would kind of happen and whatnot. Um, and this was one of those moments where I was like, don't do what the script says, where it's like, you know, uh, it's cut oh, yes. off at the middle of a sentence, like dot, 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 or something like that. Just keep filling it in and whatnot, and I'll interrupt you. And so it comes to that moment in the scene, and he's sitting there, and he does the scripted line, and then he's just kind of, ad-libbing some shit to say to fill it in and, the, and waiting for me to jump in and do my line which I can't fucking remember for the life of man shit so I'm just sitting there nodding at what he's saying and he's looking at me nodding but waiting for me to jump in and he just starts making up more shit where he's just like yeah and then the other thing with the monkey don't forget a monkey like and then remember the time he swung from the roof and mall rats and then finally he was like you got to jump in man I'm, I'm out of shit to say <laughs> And I was like, "Cut! I, I can't, fucking, I'm sorry, let me look at the script again. And, you know, Affleck's sitting on the other side of the fucking table going, This is rich. I take direction from you. Ah. you know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, I'm sitting there trying to learn the lines and shit like that. And at that point, I couldn't remember the lines for the life of me. I just started going way off page, making it up as I went along. And I figured I was justified because I was the writer. So I was just like, I'm doing another draft, you know, right here on set. <laughs> And Affleck, I remember the first time I did the speech and it wasn't as scripted. He's just sitting across from me. His eyes get wide because I'd been beating him down the whole movie. Like, do what's on the page. Don't fucking make shit up. The script's the goddamn Bible. You want to fucking make up lines, put them in your own stupid movie. And he did, and he won an Oscar for that. Um, so anyway, so, you know, I was just like fucking just, I, just do the scripted lines and whatnot. There I was sitting in front of him going way fucking off page and shit nothing on on the page is what I was talking about and finally I, when I was done with the take I told him I was like dude I'm the writer I was writing on the fly so it doesn't count man it's cool it's cool he's just like you're such a fucking retard but Everybody fucking, like, is watching me, the director, uh, flounder and shit like that. And when I finally got through it, it took me about fucking 12 takes to finally get through it and shit. Well, when I finally got done, uh, we wrapped the sequence and whatnot and I was standing outside, smoking and fucking sweating and dying of embarrassment. And some of the keys were outside, and they were like, "Yeah, man, you gotta watch out for that Jason Muse. He's the troublemaker." I was like, "Shut the fuck up. You're all fucking fired." Um, but watching out for Jason Muse is a common fucking theme. Uh, in your life, I would say. And, and not always just because you have to watch him to fucking save him from himself. Sometimes you watch him just because it's entertaining to watch. Even at your most drug-addled, you are always a kind of source of, uh, of naive, almost, uh, uh, simple amusement. Almost kind of like, oh, that's cute. Like kind of, like something out of a Norman Rockwell painting if he painted people shooting up and doing drugs and shit like that. Um, <laughs> Like the lemonheads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was adorable. The dude <laughs> I, I lost so much furniture to Jason and his fucking lemonheads. I guess for whatever reason for whatever reason doing drugs, doing heroin makes you want to fucking suck on lemonheads or something. And what cock.
2: Is I mean lemon heads and lime heads. I don't know, they're just uh I found this big bucket of the lemon heads and they had like cherry heads grape heads and uh it's just sugar sweet it's stuff. the pure sugar of it all we just wants sweet stuff yeah so i would just suck on it and then i would and they're
1: huge them. they're like the size of ping pong balls yeah. and shit and he put them in his mouth and and then i guess you since he's on heroin he's nodding out all the time And he's the king of the nod he's just like you'd be sitting there talking to you crisp and bright as day and whatnot and then slowly if he goes near his nose with his finger. His eyes start reacting to it. You call it your narcoleptic button? Yeah, the,
2: I had the, the nose ring. I had the nose ring and I used to spin it all the time. Cause you know, like it would like skin up, like it would start healing around <laughs> it. So it'd be all stiff and it'd be crust sort of like the poop skin, but it was like nose. It was like nose skin. So then it'd be like sitting there and I'd spin it. You no, know, everyone have a piercing, and they'd have to spin it, and it, yeah. See, he knows. So okay. as you as you
1: spun it, you so would, it I would, would it,
2: spin it and do it, and I don't know, I just would get into it, and sort of.
1: And that's what he does. Like he'll sit there and spin it and slowly deflate. Like if you ever see you drive past like a used car lot or something, and they put those up floppy. yeah those floppy <laughs> fucking people that there's a fan under them is blowing. It's a something of a. It looks kind of anthropomorphic in as much as there's a body, two arms, a long head, and kind of like fake-looking hair. And it's just like a usually white or, or fucking black sock puppet kind of thing, just blowing in the wind. And then when they turn the fan off, the thing just kind of like slowly deflates and whatnot. And if you turned it back on, it would immediately go back up. And that's what you do all day long. Like when you're using heroin, it's always a series of him like walking around, and then all of a sudden he touches his nose and fucking starts slowly deflating, and 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 you think he's gonna fall, and then at the last minute he lets go of his nose, and he's awake again, <laughs> and he's bright, up, at all, and ready to go. Somehow,
2: I kn- I I don't know why,
1: but I would know. Like I don't
2: know, I feel like The proximity.
1: Know. Like I've yeah. never seen you hit anything. I never. saw I've seen you come so close, where it's like it looks like you're limboing. Like you're getting that <laughs> close to the fucking ground, and then at the I'll last go. minute you pop Can up you like go. Michael Jackson, do a spin, and move walk out of the room. <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's I, I, fucking I don't know astounding. why. I don't know
2: how I, how I figured it out.
1: Um, but he would. He would sit there and pull his fucking nose ring and fall asleep with these lemon heads or these uh, various colored and, and fruit-flavored fucking jawbreakers in his mouth, and... As he did that the the food dye the coloring like it just mixed with his spit copious amounts of fucking spit that like I thought you were a camel at one point I'm like why does any human being need that much spit in their mouth it was poor it would just flood out of his fucking mouth man all like different co- like, all the colors of the rainbow coming out of your mouth streaming onto my furniture and then like he would get up like 8 hours later and you'd look and it would have dried purple and yellow like on this kind of suede looking material and you couldn't get it up man it was just marked for life flip the couch
0: yeah that's what he said i was like
1: look what you fucking did you spit all over my shit like you're (laughs) drooling like a fucking baby all over my furniture and shit he's like oh you're the baby just flip the cushion But he was—he um, was always good. He, like you'd watch him and be kind of like, "Man, is it the drugs or is it just him?" We were sharing uh, the apartment while well, you were living in my apartment on, on Broad, Broad Street in Red Bank. Yeah, the one that's uh, not—it's above the, the the Duxiana now, but it's like literally right next door to the, the secret store, stash. Yeah. Um, would have been convenient if I was living there when the stash opened. And you had like a fucking flag,
2: uh, the fireman's pole. I oh, you always wanted that. that. Amuse was always oh. like,
1: oh my god, we're opening this because we got the comic book store we moved <laughs> it from Mammoth Street up to, uh, up to Broad Street when uh, there was a uh, ice cream parlor there called Bobby Socks and we'd existed for two years at the location we'd bought the place at, Mammoth, Mammoth Street and Red Bank. And then we were like, fuck it, let's move it up to a bigger space, put more props, and really deck it out, had Ratface come in and kind of design the whole place and whatnot. And that was when you were still living with me, and I always had to keep an eye on you or keep a finger on you to make sure you weren't going someplace to do drugs. I remember being in Bobby socks all closed. And putting together a sign with you that that said like it's gonna coming soon, Jay and Silent Bob secret stash or something like that. And it was after, of course, having gone to Red Bank, picked up the morning methadone and shit. And we took a time away from our Greedo doll hunt to actually (laughs) sit there and and make the sign for the for the fucking store and whatnot. So we were living right next door to the place. Would have been convenient had we been there and the weird thing is muse was always talking about the fireman pole he's like you got to put a fucking fireman pole in this apartment and then we'll go down to the stash every morning and i had to re-explain like here's us here's the stash (laughs) beside us so if we go down a fireman's pole it's gonna have to hook a quick left (laughs) and then back down and he was like well you know what i mean an angled fireman's pole i was like why can't we just use the fucking door
2: dude it came close though. Remember the house you had the, the fucking zipline. There was. The tree fort to the house. That was awesome. It was anyway. as close as a
1: gut. <laughs> um, alright. So we're, he's living with me at this point, um, and in the apartment, uh, in Red Bank. And there was a girl living with us as well. Um, her name is Stephanie. And you had met her, uh, I went out to a gig to do a Q&A gig in Pittsburgh before Dogma. Yeah. Probably about eight months before we wound up going out there to shoot Dogma. Maybe six. Um, so I had a gig out there anyway, and, uh, I said, you should come with me, and he had to come with me because I couldn't leave you home. I was constantly in babysit mode and shit. So we went out, uh, to Pittsburgh, and I did the show, and then we stopped either before the show or after the show. We went to, what was it I'm, IJ? The comic book the slash home. record yeah. store. And Muse just started talking to this girl that was there. And I was with my girlfriend at the time, and we were walking around shopping. It was a great comic book store. It's a wonderful store, Rides. It's a great selection and shit. So going around shopping and whatnot. Muse all of a sudden comes over uh and he goes, uh, hey, can we bring this girl home with us? And I was like, <laughs> We're not we're not staying in Pittsburgh. We're going home to New Jersey tonight. And he was like, That's what I said. Can we bring her Home with us, and I was like, "To New Jersey? Dude, that's like eight hours away." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You just met her?" He's like, "Yeah, but I think she likes me." And I was like, "Well, I mean, we'll be back here to shoot the movie." And he's just like, "Ah, oh, fucking come on, man, don't be such a pussy." And I was like, I I guess if she wants to, and they fucking she wound up coming yeah. home with us that night, driving home. It was such a weird car ride home. So we were <laughs> like me and Kim were trying to generate conversation. She wasn't the most the chatty creature <laughs> on the planet. And we just wanted to get to the bottom of like why are right? you here? <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you get into a car with three total strangers? And and I'm pretty sure I'm you're intending to fuck the little one. You know, what's the <laughs> what's going on here? But she wasn't <laughs> forthcoming with any of the info. What did you what kind of line did you look on this chick i was like hey look you want to
2: come come back to jersey and then we're going to be coming back out in a few weeks mm. and uh and then we're going to be out here and she's like all right well i don't know let me see if my boss will let me if he lets me then i'll go and then she asked and her boss was like yeah go ahead you could take off work and uh she came with us and i was shocked and uh it's pretty weird when you think about it. It is, it's very fucking instant.
1: strange. It was like an insta relationship too. Like, yeah. once she got into that car, you were like common law married.
2: Yeah, no, we stayed <laughs> together. She never, yeah, yeah, like
1: for fucking, uh, probably at least a year, maybe two years uh, from that moment it's, forward, yeah. they were inseparable. And it's like, I've gone into so many comic book stores, I never adopted anybody, you know?
0: <laughs> Every once, this
1: motherfucker's just like, hello, I'm Jason. She's like, I'm Stephanie. He's like, you want to live with me forever? She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking marched down and off into the sunset together. Um, so at one point, so during uh, the shooting of uh, Dogma, um, she was a local out there and I was, uh, you know, at the, at the point that we were beginning production, I couldn't continue to like literally babysit Muse every day. I couldn't just sit there and, and make sure he wasn't doing drugs. So I, I told Mew, uh, Moj, I said, we should recruit this girl, Stephanie, because she's going to be with him all the time. We'll talk to her behind his back and be like, look, man, this is his thing. And he fucking has some drug issues but report back to us. We'll put you on a payroll, we'll pay you as assistant, his assistant. But what you're supposed to do is tell us. you got to keep an eye on him and tell us anything out of the ordinary and shit like that. And he we're gonna pooped on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially, <pooped> <laughs> especially tell us if he poops on you. you know? <laughs> Let me turn these lights down. Tell that story again. <laughs> um, but we were just like, basically just drop dime on this motherfucker. He's, he needs to be watched. This is for his own good. Fucking tell us, and she was like, "Oh, absolutely." And I think we gave her like 300 bucks a week. The funny or something thing is, like why that. would
2: you think that she'd do that, though? Like, think about it. She left yeah. after 20 minutes, came back home to Jersey, and stayed with us.
1: Yeah, she was the and queen of excellent judgment. The,
2: yeah, you think she dropped the dime on?
1: I know it's true. I don't know what we were thinking, but <laughs> Mosher agreed, and Mosher's the smart high? one, so I no, was like, kidding. "Must yeah, be true." Um, <laughs> she, but she, what had happened, and we didn't learn this until fucking years later, um, was. She was like, okay. And then she would take the paycheck that we gave her, whatever, $300 a week, and she would tell us, like, he's been good. He hasn't done anything. Doesn't go near anything. No, 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 no. And people try, and he doesn't want it. And he's painted you as a fucking hero. Oh, yeah. Not quite Batman, but, like, maybe the Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we found out, what, we should, what you told us later on, was that the whole time you guys were doing heroin together. And she was just she was like, we have an paycheck. additional three hundred dollars <laughs> to pay for heroin a week. She did feel
2: bad about, sort of felt bad that that she was deceiving you guys, because of course after spending so much time with me and you guys, right? I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily she was like your friends, but I, la- yeah, no, you know, I, was, I liked uh, her. Yeah, yeah very, like I mean,
1: Jesus Christ, we lived together. for So she for felt years
2: bad, but I mean, she was, she got to, yeah, she got to the point where she was. I mean she was addicted to it and and a slave, but she had to, now
1: what was the connection
2: there? <clears throat> she had done heroin before she had i meant like you
1: didn't introduce her to it if I remember correctly well no what
2: happened I don't even know if I ever told you this, but what happened is when we remember when <laughs> when she got in the car and she's like okay I'll go back to Jersey with you guys but uh-huh. I have to stop home get some clothes and all that and so we drove over there and you're like look we'll wait in the car so I went up with her and she was packing and doing all this stuff and uh-huh. then she was like hey look I have some of this I have some coke do you do coke
0: mm-hmm. and I'm like
2: cause you hadn't had to talk with her yet and I'm like yeah but I'm
1: trying to stay away I, mean, I but- barely met her and shit you're like can I bring this home with us yeah <laughs> you were like Elliot you're like I'm keeping him <laughs>
2: So she had already had Coke and then, uh, you know, we, when we got back, we did Coke and then I was sort of telling her about the situation and everything. And, um, and then she's like, yeah, you know, the guy who sells the, that I get Coke from, he, he sells heroin too. So when we got back to, to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, it lasted like a couple of days and then we would go to her guy and get some dope. And it's, she had done it before, like she right. had tried it, but it was mainly she liked Coke. And she wasn't even addicted to that because she didn't have the money. Like she would trade him. Like he would come in and give her like Coke and she'd give him like a really good discount on like a laser disc. <clears throat> or like, you know, I mean, this was laser disc back then. And, I don't think uh, that's what people are laughing stuff. at, dude. They're, no, no, no. They're
1: not going, how quaint the laser No, they're no, going, I don't
2: what? think That's why, but I'm just saying, I, the, but that's what her deal was. It was like laser discs and whatever. Right. And she'd give him like a discount. So. Um, so she had tried Coke, tried dope, but like never really, you know, did it on the
1: regular. So, right, right, right.
2: but, uh, when I got back, you know, she became we the using, connect, yeah, though. cause she I was, I was doing it all. I had, you know, you had been clean
1: day. up and you'd been clean for about six yeah. months at that point because it was me constantly, like literally yeah. sitting on you. We spent every waking, every one yeah. of your waking hours together. <laughs> um, so at this point when we got into Pittsburgh to shoot the movie, I I had to get like a suite, like this weird kind of connector suite that put you in a separate room and me in a separate room. We had a common living room, but we were still under the same roof, so to speak, and whatnot. And you were going to move in into, into the room next to me and share it with her, but she also had a place in Pittsburgh. So you were like, I'll be between both places and at first i was like no you gotta sleep here at night because i gotta make sure that you're not you're not up to no good and shit like that and then after a week i was like yeah you can go sleep over there and whatnot i remember the weird there was this one weird like the first day this is the weirdest tawdriest thing i think i've ever been involved with um muse we i get to the muse had already been uh out there i think you went out ahead you were there for a few days before i got there and i got there to check in you had been staying at her place and whatnot so I checked into my room, and we're back and in, finally into this place we're going to share for the whole shoot. Um You were like, "Ooh, moves! Check this out." And You had Polaroids, taking Polaroids, like two Polaroids of her naked, <laughs> uh, like this chick you had just fucking met and shit like that, and no had barely spent like two weeks with. And you were like, "Look," and the Polaroid, two mm-hmm. Polaroids of her, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this. Why would you break her trust?" you like, were my comics. This,
2: yeah, yeah, oh, they were comics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was studying it, and then I was like, "Can I?" let me borrow this for a second and I literally went back into my room and and jerked off to the pictures of. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so strange I remember I gave gave them back to you and you were like did you just jerk off and I was like yeah don't tell Stephanie (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness such a shameful thing man This motherfucker was always bringing fucking chicks on. This one was my fault, though. We were at this... This is... is, uh, where That was before you even... you didn't just jerk off to her. All right, let me get there. (laughs) (laughs) This delights him no end, because he's like, Moves, Moves, there is only one girl in the whole world that both Jay and Silent Bob have had sex with. (laughs) Like he geeks out about it like he's a fan, you know? Like <laughs> like he read that on a website and shit like that. Um yes, there was a girl that mm. I guess it was pre dogma. Yes, because she came she moved out of the apartment when we went out for dogma. That's right, because when you brought Stephanie home there was somebody else there already. Um, tour right before we went out to Pittsburgh, oh my God, I don't how did I let this happen? <laughs> before we went out to Pittsburgh, we're living in that apartment and shit, and, and um, I was uh, he would go to the store sometimes. Uh, like if I had to do something in Red Bank or, or or go someplace, I would leave him in the care of somebody else. So you know if if Walter or Brian was at the store, I'd be like, watch Mears and blah blah blah. There's one time I was like, I left him back at the apartment. I was like, you stay here at the apartment. I gotta go to the store and fucking grab these things and shit. But don't leave. Don't fuck around. He's like, I won't. Leave. What the fuck am I gonna do, man? I'm a prisoner. You know, and <laughs> prisoner with a giant fucking screen TV and all these laser discs X-Files. and everything you want. Yeah, those totally. files then. Um so I went to the store and there was a there was a girl there who had come from Delaware. Her name was Karen, and uh she was just like, wow, I was hoping to meet Jason Mews, um, I drove all the way from Delaware, which wasn't a big deal, because we had people coming in from England and shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to rub that in her face, like, hey, man, you from <laughs> Nottingham? Then fuck off, you know. <laughs> I don't care about Delaware. I've been to Delaware. But, you know, she was like, oh, I drove so far. I was kind of hoping. I heard Jason Muse works here. I was like, he does sometimes. And she was like, oh, I was kind of hoping to meet him. And I was like, um, well, I was like, do you want to come meet him? And she was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, well, he's at my house. I can bring you it was so weird. I was like, I could bring you to my house to to meet him, and you could hang out with him. And she's like, Are you kidding? And I was like, No, I just I got something to do tonight and I need somebody to to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> and now this chick has no fucking clue, right? Like to her, you're just, oh, it's Jay and Silent Bob in the movies and shit. And how just like in the movies they live together, they must live together in real life and shit. And all of a sudden I introduce into the equation. He needs to be watched. you know. <laughs> and rather than run, she was just like, okay. And she came back to the house. And so I was like, "News is Karen. She's a big friend. He was like, who? And I was like, she came to the store. He was like, you just brought her back here? And I was like, why are you acting like the responsible one? <laughs> I was like, hang out and talk to her and shit. I'm going to go. i got to do some and I had to leave. And, and I was like, okay, he's with this person. He's not going to get in any trouble and blah, blah, blah. And I fucking came back, and they were in various states of undress under a blanket watching TV. It was like 25 minutes. I was gone. <laughs> and I was like, that was fast. And he was just like, yeah, move. We're watching TV. And from that moment forward, she stayed with us, and yeah. she went and got her shit, and she moved into the apartment at one point. But you weren't into that at all. No, no. You were just like... No, she said, get up,
2: because I fell asleep with the fucking... the." The fucking contact in my eye. Yeah. Remember, I went. I went out. I had gone out with my with Chris, who you you were cool with me going out. He worked at the office. At the office. But I had the one white contact from the Marilyn Manson. From the
1: shoot for the the MTV shoot.
2: And I went out and I fell asleep with it, and she's like, "Wake up, wake up, get that! You're not supposed to go to sleep with that in your eye." And she like woke you up and made a big deal about it. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!"
1: That's true. And she went and
2: slept in someone somewhere else i don't know where in
1: else. the apartment yeah this was day one no 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 this, this was, was later on
2: this is after she like moved in and
1: stuff right right, right. yeah I'm you started seeing her started, yeah. I, I mean you started seeing her as a jailer or warden and that's kind of what she was because i was, was like
2: 22 remember what was the she was really. no like little things bug me and she would would what would
1: she would just cats. say,
2: like, "Yes, like meow,
1: meow, or something." It would drive you nuts. You'd always pull me aside and be like, "Can you get this fucking crazy bitch out of our house?"
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was just, like, "What are
1: you talking about, man? She's your friend. You had sex." She's like, "I had sex with her once. She doesn't mean she got to move in. Every fucking you, everyone you ever fuck, move here." And I was like, "No, good point." But you know. I said I don't need to be watched. She's watching you. And he's like, oh, I'll watch myself, man. But she's always fucking. It was something about cats that drove you nuts. Do you remember it? It's I like don't. she was doing a cat voice or something, like meow, meow, and you were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like you were so dark. You were already dark because you were coming <laughs> off of drugs and you were going through withdrawals and just kind of in a bitter place overall. And then she was so sweet, really nice, and and, and just you know also doing the one thing I asked her to do. I'm like. Look, you can live here, just watch this fucking guy. And and the whole time she would just drive you nuts with like she'd be like, You want to watch a movie? And you're like, I don't fucking care, not with you. <laughs> you know, and so she'd be, she'd kind of work through it like a good nurse, you know, like just kind of like, Oh, you don't mean that. And you're like, Yes, I do. <laughs> but she was still very warm to you. But she did this thing about. Cats.
2: <laughs> she said she like make jokes somewhere. she'd be like, What did this say? And she'd be like, I don't know. She used to talk to this voice. I, I don't even know, but I remember it used to bug the shit out of me. And it did. And so he was so always was like,
1: pulling me aside going, it's either her or me leaving this fucking place. And I was just like, why don't you guys just work it out? Like, I, I, Go ahead. Tell her she's got to leave. And he'd be like, is. fine. I fucking will. And he would go over and be like, Karen, you got to go. And he'd be like, she's, she's like, no, Kevin said I can stay. And he's like, oh, see that move? She won't fucking leave. <laughs> Um, And then at one point, I mean, you were just, uh, your relationship uh, devolved. I think you guys completely stopped having sex in the first, like, week she was there because she started seeing her as a fucking jailer more than anything else. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then at one point, her and I wound up fooling around, which was very strange. It was weird, uh, <laughs> to say the least and whatnot. He came yeah. home from wherever he was one of the few times he went out. And, like, I couldn't... I didn't rush you, like, Oh, my God, James all about... I finally had sex
2: with no, no, I Jane did not. Came his room he was like, Smell my Oh, fingers. yeah, no. Smell Never, no. Never.
0: I
1: literally remember pulling him aside and being, like, scared. Because I was like, We're going to get in trouble, aren't we?
0: Gotta go. She did
1: kind of stay uh, a, a long time. Like, longer than somebody who, like, at a certain point, it was just like... Like, the treatment from your end was belligerent. she stuck around until we went off to Dogma. And then when we came back from Dogma, I think she was kind of gone. But, yeah, she's the one person in the world who's ever had sex with both Jay and Son yeah. and Bob. used to delight this fucking <clears throat>
0: dude no
1: end and shit. You'd be in the middle of doing something. We were at the Cannes fucking Film Festival. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable we're there for dogma movie stars galore and shit first time like uh, we're, we're at Cannes I've been there with clerks but this is like we're there muses with us Moj and shit everybody and whatnot. we're on the fucking Quazette man which is like that's the the place to be in the Cannes Film Festival walking around there's a chick that passes at one point and he's just like that looks like Karen and I was like Karen who? he's like Karen the only one that ever had sex with both J and Silent Bob <laughs> but karen was gone uh, god bless her karen uh took off at a certain point um she went off and got married and had kids and whatnot yeah had a much more normal life than the one you were fucking giving her and and me as well i guess um but uh when stephanie came along like i guess that's kind of when karen kind of moved out when you came back from that trip to pittsburgh with a new girl um there's one morning i'm coming out of my room and uh I, I'm coming around, you come out the doors, you have to turn a little corner, and when you turn the corner, you're going to pass what was Muse's bedroom, and then you're going to pass a uh, bathroom, and I think there was another, a laundry room or something like that, and then the kitchen. So I'm on my way to the kitchen and shit. And as I turn the corner, I'm like fucking terrified, because Muse is laying on the ground, outside of the door of his bedroom and the bedroom door is open just the tiniest fucking crack. And he's almost like, like if you've ever seen freaks and they show the dude, you know, who's the snake man, like the dude who's got no arms and no legs. That's what Muse looked like. He tucked his shit in real tight, like a fucking porpoise, you know? And and he was laying on the ground with his fucking one eye and ear at the crack in the door. And it was so unsettling. I was like, what are you doing? he
0: goes...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like viciously shushing me, but silently. Like he's running silent, running deep and shit. And I'm just like, I I get closer to him. And I look through the crack to see... Because I'm like, I have no idea what he's staring at. What's eliciting the reaction? I look through the crack and there's Stephanie just sleeping on the bed. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes... And he waves me on down to the kitchen. And I was like, what are you doing down there? And he's just like, you're going to think I'm crazy. And I was like, no, no. I I thought you were crazy laying on the floor and shit. But what are you doing? He's just like, I'm pretty sure she's cheating on me. And I was like, Stephanie, really? Like when? He goes, now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Drugs are bad. (laughs) and
1: I was like what do you mean cheating on you right now what are you talking about he's like I'm pretty sure dude somebody's under the fucking bed and I was like get out of here you're like it's true every time I fucking leave the room as I come back in I see her and she's whispering like this to the side of the bed and I think she's fucking talking to this fucker who's under the bed and when I leave and go to the bathroom he comes out and fucks her and then goes back under the bed (laughs) And at this point, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, we've just launched off the port of madness. Like, like, I don't, this is fucking, I don't even know what to say to this kind of thing. And I, but first thing that comes to my mind is like, did you look under the bed? And he goes, I did. And I was like, was somebody there? And he goes, no. And I was like, so? And he's like, could have went out the window. And I was like, did you look out the window? He's like, that's why I was laying on the floor. And I was like, I don't get it. You're like, because I'm waiting for him to think I'm gone long enough. They'll come back in the window. And then I open the door and be like, ah! And I was like, dude, I don't think she's fucking, I don't think she's cheating, A. B, I don't think they're doing it while you're in the room or leaving the room, you know, and getting on and shit and then stopping before you get back. And he's just like, I don't know, maybe it's me, man, but I just see her talking all the time. She just does this. I'm like, I guess when she slept, she was a mumbler or something like that where (laughs) she'd move her lips or something but you were convinced Mm. that she was sending messages via her mouth to her lover beneath the bed and
2: and then it got worse because then then it got to where i didn't think they were under the bed because then like i would pull when she wasn't there like i'd pull the bed away and i'd try to like clear the things so i could see and then i got (laughs) i got to where i seriously thought that she had cut a hole in the mattress <laughs> and he was in the mattress and he'd put his hand up and he'd fiddle her pussy <laughs> while we were laying in bed together because I'd feel like this and then so I started sleeping I'd have to sleep with me cuddling next to her in my hand over her puss like this <laughs> And then and then it, it was so horrible. Wait, 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 was your hand on her puss like a chest? Like, I'd cup it. Like, I'd cup it because I swear, if I, so like rolled over it like, put <laughs> my back to her, like, I thought I'd feel the bed moving. And I would swear I'd hear, like... Uh, uh. And then, like, I look over and I'd swear I'd see the blanket moving, like down by her.
1: Beam. Maybe she was fucking herself, dude. Like, well, I thought that too, you're Like, she might just be masturbating. You're like, st- no, it must
0: be a man in the mattress. <laughs> well,
1: see, I thought. Occam's razor, like that. dude. Occam's razor. The most <laughs> simplest explanation
2: is usually the most logical. Yes, but then I, I thought that first. That was before the cup. So I would, I would put my arm around her and I'd. Hold her hands across and then make sure I'd hold her. her, hold her <laughs>
0: <laughs> you slept
2: with her like imprisoned it got, in your arms and shit? Yes, it got Now don't cheat on me. And no, I wouldn't let her know. And then I went out and bought like a voice activated recorder and like I put it under the pillow. It got worse and worse. Like you didn't even know because then we like moved out and the things got even worse into even more of an extreme. In what way? Like, that was one way. Another one was in the closet in our place we moved into. There was a, like, a, a escape hat, like the attic hatch. Mm-hmm. And I'd swear that she'd be, like, sitting there, like, talking up there. And then I'd run. <laughs> I was like, hey, what are you done? And, like, I'd look in the closet and shit, and I'd look up, and I'd swear. Like, I visually would see the hatch, like, close. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I, like she'd leave the room, and I'd be like, there, and I'd be like yo, Hello? Hello? I'm like, man, what the fuck? And then I'd leave, and I'd be pissing in the bathroom, and I'd hear like, "Fuck him, he's he's gonna go out soon." And I'd come running in and shit, and, I was
1: <laughs> <on the> door, <laughs> and,
2: and she'd be out. like sitting there like this, watching like fucking Monsters Inc. or whatever the fuck it's called, and like she'd be like, "What's up?" And I'd be like, "Who are you talking to?" She'd be like, "No one." It it was
1: it was yeah. Do you think that was the drugs or It was definitely
2: the drugs. Back then it was the drugs and it, and like it, yeah, it got really bad. We were driving to go up north to go cop and we someone slammed on their brakes and we hit into them so the airbag went and we it was drivable still so we drove up we got drugs you took and we the airbag back. back. Yeah. yeah, the the air Excuse me. The airbag is Good as we can get it. Well, rolled it back up into the. Yeah, steering like we wheel? rolled it up. It wasn't like in, it wasn't like out like this and like we were hanging over. Like it, you know, it deflates, uh-huh. and we like rolled it up. But because it, you know, it's they do it like professionally to where it's like stuck in the thing, and the seal around the steering wheel, like the middle, mm-hmm. had opened up. So like there was a piece of leather or whatever it is flapping, right? And the the airbag was pushed as good as it could be pushed. And so it was like, you know, it was sticking out. So if you're driving, I would say it was out to like here and it was just like this ball of like, it looked like a beach ball that was pushed back in. Right. So the mess, the front was messed up and then the airbag was sort of out and stuff like that. And we were driving through town and we literally were about two blocks away from the house and we get pulled over. Mm -hmm. And then I had, I had a bag of dope in my sock and I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, I should eat this. And so I don't get arrested with it and all that. And then I'm like, ah, you know what? They're not going to search us. And we're two blocks and I won't be able to do it if I get home and all that stuff. But of course they did somehow they searched my sock and,
1: uh, yeah, I got arrested. And you went to jail for that one.
2: I went to jail. We went to the jail for that one. Is that the time when
1: Mosier bailed you out.
2: Yes, the, one of the COs recognized me. He came in and he was like, yo, man, you're funny. You're that guy. And he gave me some cigarettes and you don't have cigarettes in county jail. So no one could smoke. So I had cigarettes and I'm like trying to find a place to smoke them. And a couple of the guys saw me smoking cigarettes and they're like, yo, man, they're like, we'll trade you some crack, some hits of crack for if you give us one of the cigarettes. Cause then we could put it in a cigarette and we could smoke it. So my point is I smoke crack in county jail. And that was the fucking worst idea ever. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, not that smoking crack isn't the worst, one of the worst ideas, but I remember sitting up and, <clears throat> you know, there's this big middle area and there's like metal tables and people are playing cards and shit and watching TV. And I remember, and then there's upstairs and there's a railing and I remember sitting there and I'm all fucked up from smoking crack and looking around and I'm like, what
1: am I
0: doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got away with fucking, or got, I, and what kind of fucking weird trade is that? Like, the market value of crack is as worth a cigarette in jail? Yeah, you man. could have been like Scarface. You could have built a fortune. Right. <laughs> Cigarettes are cheap in the real world. <laughs> um, the, uh, I got, uh, we were driving down to Vegas. This is about April. Was it April? When was that fight? boxing match. I want to say yeah, it, was about it was April. April.
2: Yeah, yeah. March
1: or April or something like that. I was uh, coming back from, um, I went to, it was whenever WonderCon was. When was WonderCon? February, March? Let's say March. I drove to WonderCon and stuff uh, to, to speak there and then as I was driving home, I was driving over the Grapevine, up the Grapevine that brings you back down to Los Angeles and up there, I saw a couple places, or on the way down, a couple places where we had shot Jay and Silent Bob: Strike Back*. uh Pyramid Lake being one of them. Uh, the place where we did the Diamond Exchange and the van blowing up was another place I passed on the way back. So I was feeling just uh, kind of sentimental, and whatnot. "I'm like, oh man, fucking, these are this is where we were back in 2001, and I should call up Muse. I haven't seen Muse in a while, and I had to take a ride to Vegas." Um to go uh see the guy who was gonna be one of the investors on Red State. Um so uh I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna call Muse, man, and see if Muse wants to take the ride with me. So I gave you a shout and I was just like, You wanna take a ride to Vegas? And you're like, Um, yeah, I had something to do, but I'll blow it off and yeah, I'll come to Vegas. I was all right. Picked up Muse. I mean, it was really responsible too. It was like your wife, you blew it, it was like, Oh, it's it's Jordan's birthday, but fuck it, I'll go to <laughs> Vegas with you. <laughs> um so I pick you up, you get in the car and whatnot, and we're driving uh like you know, and I start talking about hey man, how are you? We're doing a little catch-up and shit. And he's telling me his life, I'm telling him mine. And I'm talking about the podcast and this podcast network, and we were building at that point, like branching off. Ryan and Walter had yeah. started their show and shit. Uh Malcolm was doing Mo and Glow. And so I was just like, You you really should do one, man. I think it'd be good for you to do a weekly podcast because you could just Talk about your life, man, and you could talk about like you know, it'd be you know, struggles with addiction, and that could maybe keep you from ever straying off the path and shit like that. And you were like, "Yeah, yeah, what are you, what would we call it?" I was like, "I've been thinking about that." I said, "Basically, I think we call it a muse mint." Yes, bitch. And you were like, "What amusement. do you mean, like amusement?" I said, "Well, it sounds like amusement, but it would be a and then your name and then m i n t, and at the end of every show." I could, I, we could have a sign-off, you know, like Brian and Walter have, tell them Steve, Dave, and fucking me and Walt, uh, Scott have a, have a week and shit like that. I said Muse, yours could be. Uh, I would say uh, we would do an hour, and at the end of it, I'd say Muse, did you give him the whole fucking meal, bitch? And then you would say. No, I just gave him amusement. That was it. And I was like... Bitch. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was it. And I was like, you like it? He's like, I think that's funny. I was like, yeah, amusement. We have a good time doing it and shit like that. I said, this podcast thing, dude, yeah. is a cool thing. It'd be good for you to be out there talking one. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I'm talking and building up a head of steam about the podcast we're going to do together and shit like that, literally starts nodding out in front of me. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm... I haven't seen this in years. Like, so it's been fucking seven, eight years at this point since I've seen Muse nod out. That was something that was only really related to heroin. And before I even knew that, I just thought you were narcoleptic and shit like that. And then when I found out about the nods and realized it was that, but so much time had passed that and and you had been on the wagon for so long that I could not make the connect in my head even though what I was seeing was familiar. It was basically like standing in front of pussy and going it smells like pussy and it feels like pussy and I could put my finger in it like pussy but I think it's a bowling ball. You know, I think it's a fish. I was literally watching you do nods in front of me and I I went back to the old fucking <laughs> cab, the fucking like Nothing could be wrong. And I was sitting there going, he's so tired. I'm like, oh, he didn't get me. sleep. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so hungry.
2: And I was like, Bleh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
1: how fucking dumb I am. Not like, only nodding out in front of me and shit man. like that, but he's just like, oh, my stomach, man, I feel like I got a shit. And I was like, oh, you want me to pull over? He's like, no, man, just, I got to roll this window down. And he rolled the window down. I was like, Bleh. And vomits out the side of the car. And even then, I was just like, oh, he's sleepy and he's sick. (laughs) Like, I never once fucking thought, like, it must be drugs in some way. So I was like, dude, why don't you go, if you're tired, go lay down in the back. I got this. I mean, we were driving for another four hours and shit. He was like, all right. Went to Vegas. I mean, he fell asleep the whole time and whatnot. We went to Vegas, uh, watched the fight. Um, After the fight i came back to to the room and whatnot and then you were like you ready to go like you were sleeping standing up again and then i was walked in and boom you were like ready to go and shit and uh you were like i was like yeah i guess you're ready to go he's like yeah and the whole part of the plan was bringing you you could drive back you know because i was like i'll drive out you could drive back and shit like that so uh i'm like all right yeah are you, are you ready can, can you drive and you were like, "Ah, oh, not at first, man. You drive for a little while, and then I'll drive." It was like, "Okay." We packed up our shit, got in the fucking car, <laughs> and immediately the dude just crawls into the back and curls up and starts going to sleep.
2: <laughs> well, no, for, I remember I was, I was, we were driving. and I was like this, smoking, and I was nodding. That's right. You and you're start like, doing, dude. Th- you're smoking. You're gonna burn my fucking seat. Get in the back if you're sleeping. Absolutely. It was and I was like, what? sitting there what?
1: fucking smoking in the front seat, nodding out again, which again, behavior I have seen many, many times and can identify and know, but it had been so long. All you needed was the fucking lemon heads.
2: Yes, that's all it was.
1: Missing. If you started <laughs> rolling <laughs> multiple colors, I would have been like, Oh my God, he's on heroin. But I was sitting there going like, Oh my, he's, he's, he's smoking and falling asleep. I was like, Muse. You're going to burn your fucking clothes and shit like that. Get in the back. And you would have imagined that I would have remembered because back in the day, you were just like, you had Swiss cheese clothing. Like you're fucking, you would always nod out with a cigarette in your hand until it eventually burned a hole in your clothes. And then that would wake you up. So like you walked around literally like your clothes had all these holes on it. Like you'd been eaten by moths, but you just burned yourself repeatedly.
2: I one time, Rosier came in the room. My pants were literally on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like my pants are just like uh, in flames. And I was like, and
1: Marjorie like slapped me in the face. He's like, get up, you're on
0: fire. <laughs> I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> um, so uh, at that point, so we're, we're driving home. And I guess it was when you crawled into the back, I guess I was like two hours from home where I was like, you know, all these behaviors remind me of a time when he used to do heroin. But no, he wouldn't. Aaron. He wouldn't be doing any drugs at this point. Couldn't be. And then another hour into the drive, I was like, you know what? I think these are the unmistakable signs of, of him having fallen off the wagon. I can't believe it. I was like, I I, I don't want to believe it. You know what? Can't deal with it. Don't want to deal with it. Don't have to deal with it. Got home. Dropped you off. Got back to my house. And I was just like, I'm relatively sure. has dropped off the, the wagon. Um, and if that's the case, we're going to go into lockdown mode because I can't have him come to the house if that's i mean this has been seven years at this point eight years at this point that he's been clean and whatnot but what we found out later on is that you had only been clean for six years and you had actually dropped off the wagon two years prior to that moment and that's what we'll talk about next week i'm jay and silent bob get old thanks for being here tonight
0: Smodco Internet Television, blast your eyelids with the videos aplenty. Get a daily dose of pop culture awesome sauce. Commentary, cartoons, comics, comedy, old shit, new shit. Everything you need to view are askew. Tired of watching a bunch of fucking cat videos? Me too, broski. YouTube.com slash csmod. Smodco Internet Television. Sit happens.